With housing affordability on everyone's radar, it's important to keep in mind property taxes too. So which states fared the best and which ones caused the most pain? Let's have a look. Welcome to The Daily Drill, everyone. Your quick peek into the housing news of the day. I'm Paul Lopez, Senior Vice President at the National Association of Home Builders, and today is Friday, December 16th. I know it's not the sexiest of topics, but real estate taxes vary widely across states, both in terms of annual taxes paid as well as effective tax rates. In a new report from NHB, New Jersey continued its perennial distinction of having the highest average real estate tax bill per homeowner at $9,151, as well as the highest effective tax rate at 2.02%. Hawaii and Alabama were on the other side of the spectrum, with Hawaii boasting the lowest average effective tax rate of 0.28%, while Alabama had the lowest annual real estate tax bill at $815. The difference between the highest tax state of New Jersey and lowest Alabama grew by $362 between 2019 and 2021, more than double the growth rate between 2017 and 2019 of $170. In 2021, the difference between average real estate taxes paid by New Jersey and Alabama homeowners was $8,336. To see where your state ranked, we'll put a link to the report in the show notes. And before we go, we have to give you the latest on Capitol Hill. Today was supposed to be the deadline before a partial federal government shutdown. But in a 71 to 19 vote, the Senate passed a continuing resolution to avoid such shutdown, sending the measure to President Joe Biden for his signature. According to Politico, the vote count is viewed as a likely benchmark in the chamber for a larger omnibus appropriations package lawmakers plan to take up next week. In an 83-11 to vote, the Senate also sent Biden the National Defense Authorization Act, which authorizes pay increases for soldiers, new weapons, and assistance to Ukraine and Taiwan, and ends Biden's administration's vaccine mandate for service members. Despite approving the $858 billion policy package, the Washington Post is reporting it is unclear how many of the provisions Congress will ultimately fund. That's it for us today. Have a great weekend, everybody. If you're enjoying this podcast, please be sure to subscribe. I'm Paul Lopez. Thanks for listening.